Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. This meeting is being recorded. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Lisa. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good, thanks. <laughs> so we're trying out this, uh, this new type of uh, modality on Zoom, so... Yeah, yeah, really uh, kind of pushing the envelope. Yeah, I've had I've had a lot of success working with it over the years, especially during COVID. And I know a lot of people have been going on Zoom. So it's just mm -hmm. another form of communication, which may dovetail into part of our topic today. Absolutely. Um, as you and I have spoken before, you know, communication is so important. Um, on so many levels from the personal interactions all the way to, um, you know, what the work that you do as a medium um, for both sides, that right. authentic truth. Yes. And, and I think part of our conversation was I was sharing with you and in a recent Facebook post that when I'm providing communication, especially um, something that's very, um, to the heart, like a forgiveness of some point, mm -hmm. I actually sense it and feel it when it's received to those on the other side. And they really um, appreciate it and find it healing just as much as we do here on earth. And the way that I sense it and I feel it, it almost feels like an elastic band that releases as a release. There's a feeling of okay. release. And it's, um, it's very... Um, it's very empowering. It, it just feels so great to be able to deliver that message and allow that healing to take place. However, we do not have to wait to have someone transition and to work through a medium to get these healing things to take place. And we'll discuss other ways that communication, authentic communication can help us during our lives. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, there goes Daisy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who can't see us, we have, we're, we're doing this remote. There's some of our cats. They like to join in. <laughs> uh, anytime I'm doing anything remotely spiritual, she is right there with me. Um, sorry, that totally <laughs> knocked me off my, my thought bubble That's okay. there. But we were just talking about how the, the, heal, the healing of authentic communication is mm. uh, so, so powerful and to be true to yourself. So um, 
the, the thought that came to my mind is if you have, say, a family member, a loved one that is still here, sometimes it's really hard to have an open, authentic communication in a way that's going to be received by them. So sometimes I think it's, it's really tricky to try to have that sure. understanding and healing when they are here in this plane. Yeah, sometimes you don't find the words, there's, there's other interference, you know, because we are in physical form, you know, mm-hmm. things that we can't really get to at the moment. And sometimes we need a timeout or a take a step back before we can communicate authentically. We don't, sometimes we don't even know how to find the words. So that is also part of it. So we've mentioned uh, the, the book, The Four Agreements before, um, and, and I think this kind of goes back to some of those principles that we really aren't necessarily taught to communicate authentically. We're okay. kind of taught to communicate through this social mask of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. That gets in the way of of finding our authentic voice, whether it's and to ourselves or to true. others. True. And those on the other side don't have that, that mask. It's, it's refreshing when I communicate with them because everything is as it is. They see us to the core of our heart and to how we really feel, you know, when they're, when they're observing us. So it's very true what you're saying. We have that mask here. And sometimes we do need to have a, a, a space before we can find that um, authenticity that we're looking for. And you communicate so, with animals. Animals are very authentic. They, they are. Um, it, it's really interesting because it doesn't really matter if they're domestic animals or they're wild animals. They, they are extremely authentic. You know, sometimes it can be clouded with a bit of fear and apprehension because, oh my goodness, a human is talking to me. Um, <laughs> or, you know, something has happened in their, in their past and it is some kind of a not nice remembrance for them. But with continued communication, they totally get the idea that, like for me, I'm just trying to develop a relationship with you, whether you're one of my kitties, whether you're one of the wild bunnies that hangs out in my backyard mm-hmm. or, you know, snake that brings messages on a pretty regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I do love that. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like snake has been around a lot lately and I know, you know, I can logically say, the weather is warming up in Florida and they're all coming out and all that kind of thing. But it's not a coincidence that pretty much regularly black snake specifically is like seeking me out, seeking me out and, and seeing like, okay, you know, are you, are you doing your work? Because we have more change going on. Yeah. And that's what they do. They, they tell you about all the change, right? Absolutely. They significant, it, they significant, the significance of the snake. Yep. A lot of it, it's, it's transformation and change. And I used to be so, so very afraid of them. And now I just, <laughs> I've gotten bold enough that I walk up to them like a respectful length and ask like, well, thank them for coming for one. Um, 
And, and two, like, what is your message? And now please leave because I really don't want you in my living space. <laughs> Do they leave? Uh, sometimes. Okay. They're, they're, more, they're, they're more apt to be respectful and leave when I catch the conversation outside of one of my porches. Mm -hmm. If they come in one of the porches, then it's not quite as a comfortable conversation because they aren't as good navigating their way out. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. It, and literally I can draw a mental map for them and they still don't get it. Okay. There's some, <laughs> some snake limitations. You know what? Maybe it's Michelle communicating with snake limitations, but there are some limitations. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've had some uh, amazing experiences with you and animals. So I know that it's just a, a one-off with that. But um, I, I have to get back to the topic a little bit um, with communication. And I found that even in, in my, and I'm sure everybody can agree in your human experience, when there's somebody that you love and you're trying to get to the heart of a matter, it, it, sometimes it's challenging to reach them to get your idea across of what it is that, that you're trying to express. And the other mm -hmm. person is trying to express a similar thing, but in a different direction. So you're your mind isn't working in the same way. Um, a lot of times I'll have to put it into prayer and ask my spirit guide to speak to their spirit guides. Yeah. So, um, you know, anytime we have conversations like this, it, it really reminds me of the relationship that I have with my dad. Um, when he was here in physical form, our communication was uh, stilted for lack of a better word, um, it, was, it was difficult. And I managed to somehow be very different from the rest of my family. So sometimes communication was not smooth. I chose a path once I started going down the spiritual path that started with yoga and yoga was kind of acceptable, but like now that I own you know, the violet butterfly, my family doesn't know what to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> because it's out of their comfort zone, right? It, it is. Um, but like when my dad was not well, when he was here, communication was really hard. He ended up with um, dementia. But Shortly after he passed, and I was with him when he just before he passed, um, communication is definitely shifted in a much more positive way. Well, you know? because they don't have that physical limitation anymore. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've had um, people come through with a higher perspective than when they were here. When they mm -hmm. were here, they may have had judgments or prejudice in some way or another. And then once they were on the other side, they looked at things from a different perspective. They had a life review where they understood things were different. And yeah. a lot of times that's where the apology comes in, where they say they're sorry because they, they had that perspective from what they had at hand at the time. It's the best they could do at the time for their life journey. But from their point of view now, they see it didn't have value. And yeah. that you were right, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Well, and, and sometimes even hearing the apology is hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because then it makes you as a human reflect on, you know, 
maybe some of your thoughts or actions or communication around the fact that that person really was doing their best. Right. And, but the good thing is with that type of situation is that spirit will always hear your thoughts and prayers without somebody like me. And you can have your dialogue with them direct. So through the thoughts and you could say, that's okay. You know, I realized that it was a point in time. We both learned from it. You know, it was part of Mm -hmm. our journey and send them love and send yourself love. And then the space allows that like the elastic band to relax and the healing takes place. So authentic communication can be healing and revealing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is sometimes it can give you that like opening to like yourself um, where like you and I, we have conversations all the time. Luckily, we don't always record them. (laughs) Sometimes we're sorry we don't, but um, you know, sometimes an authentic truth will come out that will surprise us Mm -hmm. just because like you open your mouth and something comes out and you're like, wow, didn't realize that was where that was going. (laughs) Why don't you pull a card? Because you have some cards over there. I do. So do we want this deck? Sure, I do. I like Ganesha. (laughs) So it's a Ganesha deck for those that are uh, on audio only. Yeah. This is uh, Whispers of the of Lord Ganesha, and uh, the artwork here is just fabulous. Uh, sorry, I have cat hair from the swipe earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have this card that's belonging. That's beautiful artwork, you're right. Isn't that just fabulous? And this is one of the pictures of Ganesha on his uh, rat. Uh-huh. Um, and he is dressed in just beautiful, beautiful colored clothing. And his message for us is learn to find security from within. Yeah. And when I hear the word belonging, it makes me mm-hmm. think of everything as one and we're kind of like in unity. So even that within. So I, I do like yeah. that message. Well, I'm sorry. I called him a rat, but he is, he's on a mouse. Ganesha <laughs> is riding a mouse. And basically this signifies his triumph over the ego. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that kind of well, holds true with our conversation here because a lot of times our ego is getting in the way with our authenticity. Absolutely. You know, our ego is a part of us that its job is to protect us from threats, but we can also be hyper vigilant and not allow ourselves to be authentic because the ego is that mask. Right. So I'm going to pull one as well. I'm going, yes. to, use, I'm going to use a flower deck. Oh, so nice. Let's, let's see what we can get from that. Oh. <laughs> Did something so, fly out? <laughs> well, it's called laughter. And it is a waffle flower. And it's about uplifting yourself to those around you through the loving laughter. And I love this card when it comes to this topic, because, you know, if we 
just get out of our heads and look at things a little bit more lighter. And there's mm -hmm. always silver lining and there's always something that we can appreciate and laugh about. So laughter is very healing and we should not be so serious all the time. <laughs> so it's, it's funny that you picked that card out of a different deck because as you know, just before we started the recording, I pulled a couple of cards out of this Ganesha deck and the first one I picked was the light. Yes. <laughs> right. And that is exactly what this one was about. It was about laughter and joy and, you know, that, that medicine. And so what I love is that the complimentary, because <laughs> we're not in the same room, we're not in the same location and we're just, you know, the energy is complementing one another. So that's yep. perfect. Yep. Helping us with our communication. <laughs> So can you think of a, of a point in time in your recent life that um, authentic communication could really have helped the matter or, or maybe you did do it and it worked out perfectly? You know, um, I'll tell you yesterday, and, and this is kind of like sort of authentic communication, I would say I was prompted by my guides with some particular words, but um, I was teaching a Reiki class yesterday and this student that I had, she was just so delightful, but she kept on telling me she didn't see things. Like she wasn't a visual type of person. And I'm like, okay, you know, I get it. At one point in time, I didn't think I was a visual person either. But I kept on saying to her throughout the class, you know, you'll probably see this and you'll see that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I, I kept on trying to correct myself, you know? And so I finally get to the point of doing the attunement and she's telling me afterwards all these things she saw. Okay, great. So, so <laughs> you know, like, okay, I wouldn't say that that was really my authentic communication, but I was certainly using the words that were provided to me by. So your intuition can assist in yeah. your authentic communication. I think also setting a um, intention before you do a practice can also assist our authentic communication and, and experience. And my mm -hmm. guess is that you did both of those when you do your work. I do, yeah. Um, and it's super interesting because the intention of being able to be the teacher that somebody needs on that particular day um, leads me to do exercises that I, I've never done with other people before. Because it's intuitive against, uh, intuitive with that particular energy or that particular individual for that right. need. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, no two, even though the practice that I do is, is the same, it's like making dinner, you're going to use the same ingredients, you're going to make the same recipe, but it's never going to come out the same, depending on who it is that you're working with and their energy that they bring to the table. So it's say tapping the forces within. <laughs> is that what you just brought up? You just pulled another card and it says, what's the top part of it? Sensitivity and strength. And this is... <laughs> This is from the Energy and Spirit Oracle by Sandra Ann Taylor. <laughs> okay, we're dealing, we're, we're dealing with a couple decks here. 
<laughs> hey, better than less than a full one. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stay with flowers because it's so beautiful outside and I just, I love them. So I'm going to stick with that and mm -hmm. I'll pull one more here and see what we get. Oh, I love this. Okay, they get the bleeding heart and it says emotional healing. It is safe for you to let go of emotional pain. By doing so, you allow your heart to mend. And this is what I was getting at in the very beginning of our conversation of how expressing the communication from those here to the other side and vice versa allows that heart to heal that emotional healing. And the mm -hmm. fact that doing it um, while we're still here is also highly recommended <laughs> to, yeah. to help that process. So if you have something to say to your loved ones, you know, don't put it off. Well, and, and we do, you know, you said something about, um, you know, working through your guides, your higher self. Um, we also have the ability to communicate via written word. You know, sometimes it's easier to write down what it is that we feel like we need to say, and we have the choice of sharing that or not sharing that. Right. Sometimes it's a good tool to have and not share it just to organize your thoughts. I know things that I've written down, I've kind of gotten rid of because I said, okay, well, that helped me organize my thoughts, but that really would have been a little bit of an anger spin to it, or maybe something I really didn't want to say that way, because I want right. to get my thoughts clear before I can communicate them. Yeah, <clears throat> but definitely a great tool for sure. I think that's where a lot of songs come in. A lot of people, they write their lyrics and their songs. Right. Poems. A lot of creativity yeah. comes in that space. But, yeah. you know, we all tap into our, our, our spirit guides, you know, at some point or another during, yeah. our, during our day. But you do need to ask them for help. They won't interfere and they won't uh, engage unless you ask. Well, and that's the second time in two days I've heard that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's a good reminder. Like we have to ask for help. And that's part of the authentic communication is realizing that we need help and having the strength and courage to ask for it. And you don't even really need to ask a specific entity for help. You can literally launch your prayer for help. Very true. Um, there's many different belief systems out there. And <clears throat> I know for myself, Lorna Burns' work about uh, talking to the angels. And she's, she says that there's angels everywhere and that she sees them just like you and I see each other. And she says she sees them being poured out from God into the, into, the, into the skies. And she says, give the unemployed angels something to do. <laughs> it could be nothing's too small, nothing's too big. So ask away. But I'm just as guilty as everyone else. I do forget. I'm a very independent person. And I've always tried to do things myself. And I find that I have to remind myself to ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I say this all the time. We have toolboxes, sometimes multiple toolboxes. And I think the simpler tools that we have, we forget to pull them out. Mm -hmm. Right. So I mean, I'm going to pick one more, one more, <laughs> even, even like Reiki, you know, we can use Reiki to help us uh, get in the flow so we can find that authentic communication. Um, and, and sometimes we forget what you got there. Open the third eye. 
<laughs> okay. So the, the flower is a very unique looking one. It's E. Chinesia, which I have probably botched that. And it says it is Echinacea? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is safe for you to open the center of your clairvoyance. By doing so, you see the truth. So this is definitely one of my go-tos when I'm trying to find my authentic words. And maybe I'm a little too upset or I can't really find what's bothering me about a situation. I just kind of feel it. I, I go within, I, I'll meditate or I'll, like I said, I take a time out just to see it. And this is a great validation of that, that that is available to you, your third eye opening up mm -hmm. to, to help you with that. Yeah. So it, it's interesting how, once again, our cards pretty much validate our conversation mm -hmm. um, and the importance of figuring out what our authentic voice sounds like. And be easy on yourself <laughs> if you don't like what you're feeling. You know, if mm -hmm. you don't like the way, you know, because we have that mask of what we think is acceptable. Yeah. And maybe what you're feeling doesn't go alongside of that. So make sure you send yourself some love when you do this. And ground yourself, of course, set an intention. Always a good idea. Always that whole grounding. It's really hard to accomplish anything if you're not grounded in the physical body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add about this before we uh, move forward? Oh, I don't know. I, I do think that the practice of authentic communication is difficult. Um, and, and I think primarily, Lisa, you know, you and I have had so many conversations over at least like the last year where we've had to push one another to be as authentic as we could be in the moment. Well, a lot of times you don't know. You don't know what <laughs> what your what your um, you have put up a routine, if you will, that doesn't allow you to see what other people see. Mm -hmm. So, if you ask the question and it doesn't really resonate right away, you have to say, okay, well, what is it that doesn't resonate? And sometimes you don't know what doesn't resonate. And so you have to peel away a layer or two to see what that is. Yeah. So just another example that, you know, we're all evolving and it takes time and it takes patience. And, um, you know, one of the, one of my favorite words is, you know, grace, like having grace, give yourself grace. And so, I love that. I see in our Zoom room, I see light around me and I see light around you. So I can see your aura. I see mm -hmm. my own. I see our spirit guides are there assisting us. I just wanted to put that out to you. So when somebody views the video, I don't know if they'll see it or I don't know if you see it, but I can, mm -hmm. I can see it. <laughs> well, I can tell you I have goosebumps as soon as you said that. So... I'll take it. That's the validation <laughs> that you need. Yeah, it's just interesting because, you know, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, there you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But I didn't mean to interrupt Ugh. you, but I wanted to get them acknowledged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's really hard to, to have some grace and give yourself a little bit of grace. And if, if nothing else, if you can pause before you are kind of hard on yourself, 
that's grace. And if you can remember to do that, that's a huge accomplishment because mm -hmm. it's something that we're not used to doing. So even the smallest little change can make a big difference. Yeah. All right. This okay. has been so much fun talking about authentic communication and we could dive into this for hours because there's so many different layers of it. <laughs> Very true. Well, I thank you, Michelle. I thank you, whoever's listening and uh, we'll be back with something else soon. Awesome. Thanks, Lisa. Bye. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at the Violet including the online store.